Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. This is super, super duper strange, but I'm going to roll with it. (laughs) Um, The name of this podcast is called The People Factor. And I call it The People Factor because no matter whatever happens to anything else in this life, the number one thing that keeps this planet moving, well not even just planet, that keeps the civilization going is people. And at the end of the day, you know, we drive everything that's going on right now in this world. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. I'm not going to do a formal introduction um, because I think that everyone will get to know me um, as I continue to record podcasts. So I'll just go ahead and jump right into today's um, topic. Uh, So today I wanted to discuss ego. And I know this is something that everyone is aware of and sometimes people have huge egos and sometimes people have even huger egos. Um, But when we hear about egos, we we typically think of men and we typically, you know, kind of tag them with walking around with big egos and so on and so forth. But because I am a woman and I love you know, everything women and women empowerment and even telling us the truth and holding us accountable, I'm going to veer this conversation to my ladies. And the one thing that I feel everyone has in common is relationships. And yes, I'm talking about romantic relationships. So tonight I'm going to be discussing how women's egos, which is not largely talked about, affects their dating choices. And yes, You probably don't think you have a big ego, but maybe the way I'll explain it later on will help you understand where I'm coming from. So I guess what I'll do is I'll start by using my own personal experience and I'm just going to put it all out there. I was super duper young and I know that everyone has made, um, you know, mistakes when they were, you know, younger. So it was... 2009 I believe and I had just got back from uh, Florida I went down there to do uh, school for entertainment business and recording arts because you guys I was convinced I was gonna be an A&R I was gonna be out here scouting new talent doing all types of stuff and you know it didn't turn out that way (laughs) but I did gain a lot of uh, different experiences being down in Orlando Florida for a few years so I, I I came back home from Florida and I'll give you a little bit of backstory of what happened in Florida. So in Florida, I happened to get in a relationship with an older gentleman when I was out there. And by older, not that much older. I was like 19. He was like 26. Um, but needless to say, that relationship ended terribly. Um, and, you know, with the relationship ending and me not going the route I wanted to go for my career. I was just in a really, really bad space. Um, and I was honestly depressed. So I came back home to Maryland and re-enrolled in school to try and get another degree. Uh, and this time I, I, I was majoring in marketing and communication. So there I was. And, um, my sister at the time was uh, dating a guy, my oldest sister. And if you know anything about my oldest sister, my oldest sister is fun, fun, fun. So she was dating this guy at the time and, uh, they had a mother's day special going on. So we took our mom, um, myself and my other sister, we all went for mother's day. Now it's offering time. Everybody's praising the Lord. And, 
<laughs> X, Y, and Z. You guys, don't judge me. But it's offering time, and I notice this beautiful man walking down the aisle with his um, ties in his hand, and he was just gorgeous. And I, I didn't hear any singing. I didn't hear the past. I didn't hear anything, y'all. I know I'm going to hell, but I didn't hear anything. I was just so captivated by this man, and he was legit everything I wanted physically in a man. That's what he looked like. And I just couldn't keep my eyes off of him. And I didn't even realize that I was so fixated on the guy that my sister was staring at me the whole time with a grin on her face. So by the time I snapped out of my gaze, she was like, oh, you think he's cute, huh? And I was just like, yeah. And she was like, that's so-and-so's brother. So so-and-so is the guy that she's dating. She was like, I thought you would like him. And she just kind of smirked. And I was just... <laughs> I was just so like just smitten with him. I, I, it was, it was crazy. He was beautiful, but you know, if anybody, any of you that know me, I play it cool all the time. So I didn't even say anything. I was just like, yeah, you know, he's, he's cute. So uh, a few weeks later, um, my sister gives me a call. She was like, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and, um, his brother was there and he asked about you and y'all, my heart dropped i was just like what he asked about me <laughs> but again on the exterior i was keeping it cool she was like yeah he asked about you and i just went ahead and you know gave him your number so just be expecting a call and i was just like okay cool like you know hopefully well you know we'll see what happens because you know i may not even like him look i may not even like him meanwhile um his his the picture of his face is like burned in my head so um, eventually, uh, he calls me and, um, we began like flirting and, you know, so on and so forth. Needless to say, we had, we had great chemistry. Um, and at the time I had just gotten out of a relationship and he had just gotten a relationship. So we were both just in a space where we just kind of wanted to have fun. So that's what it was. And he was fun. Um, he was fun. He was handsome. He was just a nice guy. Um, and that was cool for like the first, what, year and a half, I think. Um, that's cool when, when you're both, you know, on the same page. But, you know, I'm not one to fake about my feelings. So eventually, of course, I, I really started to like him. And I knew that it wasn't fair for me to uh, pressure him into a relationship. But I, I think... Well, I knew that it was my, um, I had the right to actually have the conversation. And uh, sometimes I know that people can be a little nervous about um, discussing things with people when it comes to what they want or what they need. But even at my early age, I knew like, nah, like I'm going to talk to him about this. So I talked to him about it. I'm like, hey, um, oh, also this important piece of information. I was also, um, you know, just dating other people. And he was too, so it was what it was. Um, so I remember it was around Christmas time, like 2012, I think, 2012 or 2013. And I was just like, hey, you know, we've been, you know, hanging out for two years. And I know it didn't start as anything serious, but um, I really have grown to like you. So I just, I really want to take this, you know, somewhere else. And I'm going to tell you what was wrong with me, you know, asking him that a little bit later, but I asked him and he, and I was just like, you know, and if 
this is something that you don't want to do, you know, uh, Mr. T is who we're going to call him. Mr. T over here wants to be in a relationship with me. So yeah. So at the time I didn't think it was an ultimatum, but when I tell these stories to my friends, they're like, Moya, that was an ultimatum. And he, he was, he was like, are you giving me an ultimatum? And I was just like, no, I'm just communicating to you what it is that I want. And even though, you know, two things can be true at the same time. Yes, I get it. you know, it was an ultimatum. I'm going to confess to it now. Um, and also, yes, I was communicating what I wanted. So he had the opportunity or a choice to make. So he made the choice. He was just like, I'm not ready for that right now. And I was like, okay. And I was in a relationship for what? A year and a half after him. And this is how this, um, process started and this is how it continued and this continued for nearly eight years you guys I mean he was just sometimes he was you know consistent most of the time he wasn't um he put a lot of the stuff that he wanted to do first like this man never remembered a birthday he never like came to anything I invited him to but in the same token like I knew how to get into his house I knew his sisters I knew his parents I just I knew everybody that was close to him but he would not commit and I went through this phase of being completely um frustrated and angry with him and lashing out at him too you know what I mean because I was resentful that he wasn't making any decisions and then I was going through a phase where he was being super, super duper sweet and we would hang out and we always had a good time. So, you know, it was what it was, but it was just a cycle of, you know, why, why don't you, you know, know what we are and, you know, and, and now that I'm older and I think back at it, it was, it was really my fault. And I'm going to tell you why it was my fault. It was my fault because it was my partially my ego. So I won't say that me continuing to be on and off and on and off with this guy was, you know, just my ego. Of course, there were other variables, but I think maybe 75% of it was my ego. Um, I internally or subconsciously, I could not understand why he didn't want to be with me. Like I, when I, when I thought about myself, I was just like, okay, I'm kind, I'm, you know, he thinks I'm, I'm attractive. I think I'm attractive. Like I had everything on the checklist. Why wouldn't he want to be with me? Right. I, I just couldn't understand it. And when you, for me, who's super hyper analytical, I was just like, I need to know why, you know what I mean? And it wasn't his responsibility to, to end the relationship and let me go. It was my responsibility to end the relationship, really situationship, because we were never officially boyfriend and girlfriend, which is another story for another day. But when it came down to it, it was my responsibility to remove myself from the situation. If that's not something I wanted to do anymore, then, you know, that should have just been it. I should have left. But I, I wanted to prove to myself, I wanted to win. You know what I mean? I wanted to, to, to you know, if I'm be honest, it was more like a, well, I'm going to get him to like me when really if someone's not, doesn't like you like that, they just don't like you like that. And it's not personal, you know, and, and you have to stop personalizing all the decisions that other people make, you know, at the end of the day, people have what they want in their heads and there can be something as small as, 
one of your eyes are a little bit smaller than the other that they don't want to be with you and they choose somebody else like but that's not your problem and i think that 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 ego that we have you know it makes us stay in situations much longer than we need to that's not the only reason why women stay in, in situations that they don't need to be in but i think one of the reasons is definitely our egos and i don't think we admit that we have them and i have these conversations with a lot of my girlfriends and it's like you know i just i really just wanted to to show him and 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 again that's just our ego there's nothing to show you guys and there was uh, something that i posted not too long ago on my instagram and i'm just like you know a mixed message is no message when you are confused and you feel like you have to work and and you're not understanding why they're not making a decision you know regarding you guys and anytime you bring it up it's a problem um that's a mixed message that means there's no message there move on stop wasting your time in situations where someone has just not prioritized you you know what i mean and and it's just it may sound you know insensitive but if someone doesn't like you they just don't like you and you won't be confused about it and that's something that i had to learn and sometimes i still struggle with it because ego I think it's directly um, attached to, um, you know, how you feel about yourself and and all of that. So, you know, you you want to you want to be assured that you are as great as you think you are, you know. And then coupled with the fact that you know, women, we go through a lot of uh, change and we're always you know critiquing ourselves to the highest degree. It's just like you just want to be reassured. I feel like for me, reassurance is, is a really good thing. Like it makes me feel at ease. So, you know, um, these are the conversations that I'm having and it's like, girl, <laughs> that man doesn't want you. <laughs> just leave it alone, you know? So that that's really what I just wanted to talk about. Um, sometimes we just have to be real with ourselves and, you know, just really understand that when when someone is genuinely interested it's not going to be a situation where you're fighting for clarity it's just not when you have to start fighting for clarity that means there's nothing there so i am pleading with you guys i'm begging you guys when you are when you find yourself in a situation it doesn't matter how attracted you are to the person it doesn't matter how great you think you are you don't know what they want and when they start showing showing signs of uninterest and you you you're starting to feel like you have to beg for attention or demand attention just 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 leave it's okay <laughs> trust me it's okay you'll find somebody else but don't stress yourself out trying to prove to someone that you're worthy let's not do that um so that's pretty much all I had for this episode. Um, I know it was kind of short, um, but I guess I just wanted to do an intro with a, a real story. And, and that story has so many layers and I'm definitely going to use it um, to illustrate some examples of a lot of things that I want to discuss. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, please let me know anything else or anything you know in particular that you want to talk about. Um, I would really appreciate that. Thank you guys. Good night.